You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast, episode number 154. My name is Rob. Tyler is on the other end of the Zoom room as always. Tyler. And the New York Yankees are in a really, really bad spot that, Tyler, for the amount of episodes, as I said, 154 episodes in, this is a period of the podcast of when we've we've had some challenging times. almost uncharted times. waters for us. If we've will. had challenging times as Yankee fans just watching this team, which is... Um, it's tough to say when this team is making playoffs every 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 year and everything, but now it's a t- it's a period of time where the Yankees are looking at the last place spot in the division. They are still above 500, four games above 500. Um, but it is now a period of time where heading into four? a heading it's four or three heading into a three. trade deadline. The Yankees are considering being sellers which we haven't talked about in the period of time when we've mm-hmm. when we've been doing this podcast 2021 was when they made the deals for Rizzo and and Joey Gallo uh 2020 as well um back in 2022 they go ahead and they get Montas so this is as you said uncharted uncharted waters for Yankee fans at least in this sort of core until the last time that the Yankees have really considered being sellers like this has been 2016 when then Gary Sanchez came up and took the world by storm as a rookie, which is now crazy to think about because Gary Sanchez is not even on the Yankees roster. So um, it just shows you how quickly things can change, even though it's you know six or seven years, but it just shows you the way that this, the direction of which this team is headed. And it's not a good one. Yeah. And it's we were talking about how this is sort of a retool, a rebuild period of time when they are going to keep their – they're still going to keep their it's core. It's something. Of, we don't even know what it is. Their core of players. Um, and it's not – it's not like official of what they're going to do, right? Because we it, the, the trade deadline is still August 1st, mm-hmm. but all for the way that we're watching this team, the way that they're performing – they're selling at the deadline. But you have a weekend against Kansas City. You have a Subway series. Then you have a series against the Baltimore Orioles. And then after that, I believe you play the, the Tampa Bay Rays. So outside of Kansas City, but we know there's nothing given. I was in attendance in Colorado at Coors Field. Got to cross that one off the ballpark list. And they go ahead and they drop two out of three against the bad team. Thank so God there's you had no, a good time there at least. I, do, I had a good time, but there's no givens with this team, man. I mean, yeah, you go we, play, played, we played two last place teams our last six games. We won one game. <laughs> doesn't even so, matter who we play. Um, I, I mean, the Angels are still somewhat of a uh, in the wild card picture. They're um, a game worse than us. Around you know? 500, but... I mean, hey, man, you you pulled Judge from the equation. We may be worse than the Angels the way that we're looking. So, um, nonetheless, you see you're going into a series this weekend against Kansas City where um, it's not a given that the Yankees go ahead and take two out of three, that they they sweep the way that they've been playing now. When was the last time they won a series? The last time that they've – I think it was the start – yeah, Texas, because I think for the month of July – they haven't won a series, I believe, <laughs> of, of, of within the month of July, I think. So um, it's not officially sell officially because the Yankees, as they always do, they, they seem to suck us back in. You know, they yeah, go they're ahead not, they, I don't think they're going to sell, but they like you just look at the roster and you're like, all right, if you can trade Bader, go trade him because he's probably like, is he on the team next year? 
Like if you can get well, anything, I think it is a sell though, Tyler. It is a sell. I, but what? It, but I guess like we no about no no. It, it is a sell. No, it's they're a not sell. like no 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 no. The Padres like if they were to move Juan, like that's them selling. Like the Yankees aren't trading like like trying to get rid of but, Don. But directly, if they're getting rid of guys that prior to the season that we're saying these are integral pieces that will help us in a playoff race. That is a sell. They're not selling the biggest pieces, but, who, but who, they are. Who are they selling then? Because they're not getting rid of, like, I mean, you know, the listen, only one we talked about was DJ. That they Here's what like, we'll say. Right, Here, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about Glaber, who is the best Yankees hitter. If that guy's on the market, that's a sell to me. That That's fair. So to me, it's a sell. I mean, if you want to play semantics and you want to say, "Oh, it's a retool, not a rebuild," that's fine. No, but I'm not into the antics either. You know, I could care less what we kind of define it as. It's just you, you. They they haven't made a long term decision in terms of their own guys, but outside of Judge, ever, <laughs> it feels like in the last half decade. Yeah. So I. I so mean, that's it's, why you're it's, in this situation because you couldn't decide what to do with your infield so now you you went the whole year without an outfielder and now I think the only logic in my head is trade Glaber for a dude that has a little more control and can play left field but I don't know dude yeah so like can you trade DJ I mean he stinks (laughs) depending on what they do in these next series will um but does I mean, it matter I, either way? Seriously. Like, if you if no, they lose I, I, six it, straight and they're three games under 500, what is the difference? Um, you know? What's the difference between buy, sell, or, or retool? I, I mean, at this moment in time, I, I what I think they should do is diff- maybe different than what they want to do. Will do or want to but do. But I yeah. think that I th- – I mean, you sent me a list that we're going to talk about today. I think that there's – other than outside of guys like Aaron Judge – and Carlos Rodon, who's now signed, that we'll we'll talk about him too. Garrett Cole and guys on the team of that ilk. There's no one to me that's like untouchable. The core pieces. There's no one to me that's untouchable. So Agreed. I think that Agreed. right now, and I would stick to that, even like what they're doing, because what we've seen is not like Tyler. I mean, some of the, the last, worst baseball I've the ever last, watched, like, and that's topping 2021 for sure. The last six games. The last six games the Yankees have played against or have hit against the old... Six of, the, like, the worst pitchers in baseball. I was going to say the funny thing that people use is these guys would be plumbers on their on their days <laughs> off or whatever, yeah. but I don't want to be disrespectful, but <laughs> that's kind of what we're dealing with, right? Yeah. And that's the way they look. And you're going to tell me that that team is supposed to... I'm not saying this directly to you, but any maybe people in Yankees land that think that they are going to buy and they should go for it. Like, you're going to tell me the way that this lineup they looked against that. You don't think that them going out and if they trade for Belly is buying? Like, that's buying because you're getting a rental. That's all. You're giving up pieces for two months of someone. Yeah, but should they be doing that? No. No, I think no, they no, 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 no. They shouldn't. Yeah, so but, how does that factor? That, that, does, that doesn't factor into what I'm saying. Yeah, they may, but I don't think I don't think that should be I, I don't think that should be on the table. If I think they, this if team they is, buy, they're dumber than we thought they were. Like the front <laughs> office is dumber than we thought they were. If they I actually think this, look at this team and they're like, Yeah, we need to add pieces here because we can contend. No. This lineup can't hit against the past five, six pitchers that it's that it's gone against. They are not hitting against playoff caliber lineups or pitching staffs when it either comes to Houston in a wild card, Tampa, Baltimore, whoever. Yeah. Take whoever you want from the American League. So that is why even at this moment in time with the series against Kansas City, the Subway series and then Baltimore and then Tampa right before the trade deadline, I don't think it matters because this team is just the way that they've looked for now a two and a half, three month sample size. And they can't not it. It's not like they they can't hit either. So it's not I don't even care about you know, the pluses that we do have on this team because the way the, the league is currently afloat, every good team mashes. I, I feel like the last couple of years, you know, you have Cleveland, that's a 92-win team. Tampa, that's one, you know, 95 games or whatever. And these teams are built on pitching. Everyone in the league, that's every team that's good in the league right now, absolutely rakes. And the Yankees are absolutely terrible at the game of offense. Or, or or offense in baseball. I mean, also Rob, talk about buying, selling. What's like? Tell me who we're who we're beating out for a playoff push when I because only three of these teams make the playoffs: Rays, 
the Blue Jays, the Astros, the Sox, and then the Yankees. Like, what team are you better than? Better than there? None. You're not better than the Jays. You're not better than Houston. You're not better than Tampa. You're not better than Baltimore. So figure either Baltimore or Tampa is going to win the division. You have to be better than either Tampa, Toronto, Houston, or Baltimore. No chance. No, no chance. <laughs> Unless uh, Toronto goes in, a, goes on a free for all. Because you're not, you no chance are you beating Houston, or are you beating out Houston for a wild card? Because Houston's lineup in the last wild the, card right now. This lineup is in the top five worst in baseball, and yeah. the stats prove it. And we can say all we want of well, they're, they're not performing their back of their baseball card yeah true it doesn't matter they're, at this point it doesn't matter they're just not doing it so yeah. you I, as the yankees and the fans like what are we what are we supposed to just sit around and just say oh you know okay well, well keep waiting we have we, we, that's what they believe in the yankees front office so they're like oh this is just the ebbs and flows of the season this is just how it you know it's course of action over 162 games eh, i don't know <laughs> i feel like you're a bad team Mm-hmm. And seriously, um, looking at the wild card is like if you just pull up your standings and look at it, right? Like there's, you just like, there's no. Ch- I don't want to say there's no chance because I'm gonna still watch every game and be passionate about it and act like there's a chance and have a glimmer of hope here and there. But the odds of you beating out Houston, Toronto, Baltimore, Tampa, slim to none. And then Boston's game ahead of you right now. Angels just made you look like the worst team in baseball. And they're only a game behind you, so I don't know. The AL there got There is deep. no passion. There is no vision. <laughs> there is no aggression. There is no fucking mindset in this football club. It's uh, no mindset. <laughs> That's oh, a problem, God. man. The mindset. It's the so mindset bad. It's just. Uh. I mean, you just you just played the Cardinals, the Rockies, and the Angels. And how many games did we win out of that? Would they we they beat St. Louis in one game? They, they beat St. Louis game? one game, they beat Colorado one game, and they got swept by the Angels. <laughs> so they went 2-9 and nine against those teams. Bad team. Yankees are not a good team. Actually, here's what I'll say, though. Like, I was, I was listening to some They're of the radio They're an 82-win baseball team. Like, that's yeah. what they are. <laughs> but, and too, and you're saying, well, what are they with Judge? And it's just like, this is what they are without Judge, and that's, that's an issue. Because, like... There, there are going to be star teams that like lose their guy for a period of time, but uh, Houston lost Jordan for like what two months? You, and Houston he, they lost got Altuve. Better. Didn't Houston lose Altuve for a period the of whole, time? The whole first half of the year they didn't have Altuve, and Jordan's been on the IL forever. So I just this, this isn't what a a playoff team. He's a playoff caliber team. I was yeah, going to say a championship say caliber. <laughs> this is a playoff caliber team. Doesn't oh, do this, and this is it's just terrible. <clears throat> oh, what did I think we said this after the Oakland series, or maybe it was Texas? We're just like, yeah, that's that's who they are. You know, they'll show up some series and then they'll look terrible because they're an average baseball team. I, the way they look now, they can't, it's looking they can't like can't win an extra innings average. game either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that man, that game on Sunday against Colorado was just oh god, man. yeah, that was disgusting. two, two, two different two run leads past the eighth inning and that's the first time the Yankees have ever done that in their history and I am just I'm just sitting there and just bad just really bad I thought they were gonna win that game Peraza comes in Peraza comes in finally Mm -hmm. called up after the Donaldson calf strain and he goes in and he makes an impact in the first he made a bad base running error which they're now consistently doing which is just an issue within itself But it's just another I, product of a bad team. So, yeah, just it is for real. What do you, what real. did they do? I and we can't even um, not to just go down this road of negativity, which is probably what this podcast will be mostly. But you, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were like, yeah, best pen in baseball. I mean, they're down to uh, in terms of like bullpen ERA and opponent batting average. Like they're middle of the pack now because of how mm. bad they've struggled lately. So. That's how quickly it can, it can turn. So what's been really good this year? Garrett Cole? Domingo threw a perfect game with me. <laughs> that's, 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 I guess that's the, that's the takeaway. It's like, that's the yeah, takeaway. you guys won't you got, imagine. Billy McKinney had a pretty good week. Willie yeah. Calhoun was fun Jake for a Bowers second. Jake Bowers was good until he slammed into a wall a couple times. 
can't catch a fly ball in the outfield, but yeah. you know, I, I, no, uh, it's just I, I really think it it goes back to Judge had a kick ass first two months, and mm -hmm. and Garrett Cole is really good, and then the rest of the group is just not performed. Like, I mean, yeah. those are the only two consistent guys, in my opinion, and that's mm -hmm. the, I mean they're, they're not not to pick on G either. You know, we love G. I don't think he's like a three four hitter anymore. No, nah, he's an issue. I I, I said. I mean, if, he if slugs they, and he pops a homer, but he's not. You can't have a dude. He hit his on base percentage was two ninety seven last year, which is not good. And this year it's two seventy seven. Yeah. If if the Yankees could somehow get, maneuver a way to move yeah. him, I would do it. But it just he probably, it's unlikely. So. He's got a seven twenty five OPS on the year, but. I mean, he's still, almost he's still all of that is coming homers. from his. Yeah, exactly. That, that's why I'm, I'm saying, he, like, if he's your, and literally no disrespect to G, but if he's your six hitter or your five hitter after the top half of the order, I like him in my lineup. But I can't have a dude hitting 198 with a 277 on base in the top three, like my three, four hitter right now. No. Two hitter. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yep. Oh, God, dude. It's just. You pull up the Yankees roster, and you're really at a point where you, you just go, I don't like any of you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not actually none of them, but, I mean, we said it last year. This team's going to look a whole lot different in the next year or so. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what do you do with Rizzo, man? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk about some of the – so Bader yesterday uh, endured the uh, rib contusion – after getting hit with the with the pitch, um, he, Is he went to hurt? first base. Like hurt, hurt. Yeah, I mean, I saw something that was saying that this it could be an injury that's from four to six weeks recovery. Um, that's, I'm not that's laughing, just, but that's just absurd. Yeah, um, and Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, so I I don't even really want to recap the games. No. Yankees no get need. swept. Severino actually pitched really well, uh, solid in game one, and he pitched um, from the stretch the whole time. Um, game two, Domingo had a odd stat line, five earned runs, but nine Ks, three walks. That's a weird one. Um, mm -hmm. and then yesterday, Rodon just stunk it up. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what happened And the Yankees went or lose three straight games. So let's get back to the issues at hand. Um, let's do it. <laughs> Bader rib contusion, Josh Donaldson out with a calf strain. So there, there's two guys that are down. They, they, this, they came out and said he week. tore his calf basically, right? Yeah, so so he's uh, there's a, JD's done as a Yankee. He'll never he'll never step on the field again. Probably. Yeah, there's there's a very good chance that he will not yeah. wear the pinstripes again. Um, but we could be surprised. Fucking um, so th this kind this kind of comes this kind of comes back to the uh, to the buyer seller. What are the Yankees going to do with the deadline? So Ken Rosenthal came out with a story. I think it was in the Athletic. I think yeah, he works for the Athletic. Um, about the Yankees are trying to get under the luxury tax and try and shed some salary but also somewhat stay competitive and that's the sort of conundrum retool. that we're in the retool Quote unquote so <clears throat> that's that's going to be the mindset that the yankees head into this deadline with whereas a few weeks ago we'd say okay are they going to go ahead and they're going to get cody bellinger they're going to do this or do that so um i don't know man it it's I, your guess is as good as mine of what they're going to do I don't know. Yeah, I mean that—that's literally it. No, I, there is no correct answer to say like, oh, they should do this or they—they. They, I think the only thing Yankee fans can kind of agree with is there's no reason to go out and like buy. <laughs> like, there's no reason to give up an Austin Wells to go get two months of Cody Bellinger because that's dumb. Like, that's mm -hmm. not worth it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Um, it's tough. It's tough to kind of understand what what the philosophy in the like in the in the organization is. Like, is it just strip it all down and hold on to Cole, Judge, Rodon? I don't know, Volpe, Peraza, or is it like go flip Peraza and try and bring in an outfielder with three years of control and and then lock up Glaber? Like, like I don't know. It, it, none of it makes much sense. No matter how you kind of roll the dice, it's just we'll see what Cash does August first. Um, I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I think my gut is pointing me that they're, this is going to be a deadline, like we said, because this is uncharted waters for the Yankees, that I think they're finally, or not finally, because this isn't something we wanted to happen, but it's just the reality of the situation. It's when you're almost like, I'm not that upset about it. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't because say like, like that. You this shouldn't is, make the playoff. You, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. This is this is something that we've been saying is overdue when you haven't went out and gotten a left fielder and you waited two years and you said, ah, we don't need to get anybody before the season. Seven, eh, we don't need that. Yeah, you had seven infielders and four DHs. Yeah, so my gut tells me that they are probably going to get rid of more of the guys that have been a part of this core for a little bit of time now mm-hmm. that we've seen in the organization. So who, is, who are you referring or, to for that? Is that I'm DJ, thinking that Glaber? I'm thinking like you try and move G if you can eat half the salary. Like, is that what that means? I'm thinking, I think you have to trade Glaber, and now you have Peraza up here, and he's if playing. You trade, he's leading off. I think you're trading Glaber. I think Severino. Is you think just, if they don't, don't trade Glaber that they try and extend him? Because if you trade him. This is when you do it. You don't trade him next year and get nothing for him. Yeah, I mean, if they if they do that, then I think it's But if just, they hold on that, to him, then I kind of think that he has a, a future on this team. That that just tell yeah, and that 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 may be an issue within itself because okay. why the hell is Oswald Peraza here? Yeah, like why is he here? You have to have. Are you going to play? Well, they don't like, have a third baseman either. That's the thing. They don't have a second baseman or well, a third technically baseman. you have technically you have DJ, but I mean, if I don't is, think is DJ, DJ is going. anything at this point. I mean, is he? Anything I don't think more he's going anywhere. Player? I don't, I don't think, think he's going, going anywhere. anywhere. So D- my, DJ will end up the utility guy. In here's year. what my idea of like what I think they should do. I think that you find a way to dump or not. I don't want to say dump. Glaber is your best hitter right now. Probably the most attractive piece to to teams, even playoff teams. I think you can get something for him. But I you think can you can only get... trade Glaber to a playoff team. Yeah, and I think that you can get a a solid return from a playoff team if you trade Glaber Torres. That's who, just me. Who needs a second baseman though? That that's what I'm Did, trying I, to think. That's just going to take. I don't want to do. The, I don't if if. If I wanted to run through each playoff team and do that, right, I think fair. that I think that there is Tyler. We There's know that hitting is matters. <laughs> there is one team that could find a DH spot, and I don't really want okay, to waste that, people's time and do that. Too. Okay. So, Glaber Torres, I, I think, you. is gone to a a contender or someone that needs a bat for the playoffs. Yeah. Then I think Domingo Herman, with those years of control, should be traded. I mean, the guy threw a perfect game. We were talking about it before. As a he could be a, an attractive four three guy mm-hmm. in a rotation that may need some bolstered uh, starters. I think we disagree, but we could see what happens with Clark Schmidt. I think it's time to sort of do this while his his value is slowly rising. I'm not like against trading for Clark, but you like. Again, it goes back to I don't want a guy that's a rental. Yeah. Someone whoever you're trading needs to come back and be a part of the actual team for the next year or two. I get you. I think Severino is yes, just I, I there I don't know where else he he where else he fits in. I don't Send him to the Dodgers. He'll be fin- fantastic yeah. over there. <laughs> um I think IKF has actually played pretty solid as a I mean he's made himself a, a attractive utility guy. I think yeah, that you I guess could, that's a good point. N- not you're not going to get something as good as Glaber, clearly, but you're probably you could maybe get something. Is in my opinion, yeah. um, I said Giancarlo. If you can somehow unload the money, but I think he's going to be a part of the team. And like you said, maybe he's going to have to at some point shift into a five-six hitter and l- lower Seven half of the thing. I care. Um, and then the bullpen, man. Like you said, that it would it really decreased in in its in its time or in its ranks over these last weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ian Hamilton is, is a guy that's still on his one-year deal. I think Wandy may be in the last year of his contract. That's like a dude um, you want It, it is a, it, a return for, though, right? Yeah. Because Wandy's yeah. controllable, I thought. But do you, you, don't, you don't think that you can get returns for these guys? Like, you don't no, think no, no, that... no, no, no. I do, I do, I do. I'm saying, like, if you're trading Wandy, because I thought he was in ARB, Oh wow, no, he's gone after this year. Hmm, that is news to me. Yeah, trade Wandy. Sorry, I'm get get Wandy out of here. Yeah, hundred percent. I think Wandy. Um, yeah, Wandy's gone. Actually, <laughs> I just saw that. I wholeheartedly believe he's gone. Um, Clay Holmes potentially. I don't know Damn, what. That sucks. I love Wandy. What What do you think about Clay? Do you think that they could get something for Clay? Um, again, I I kind of want to check out his contract because if he's if he's in Arb then. You get more back, but 
I, they 100% can get something back from him, regardless whether he's a, a rental to someone. Because he's not. had such a solid, such a solid season. So yeah, right he, now his- he get he has one more year of control after this. So whoever you trade Clay to, you get him for this year and next year. So yeah. I, you, I think you'd want something back. I think the ones that you really sort of hold on to, um, like Marinaccio, I think you yeah, should hold he's young, on to. Controllable. I King, think Chang. also to King because King is such a Swiss Army knife throughout mm-hmm. the pen. And then the, the thing with like the I'd Yankees, hold on to, honestly, we we know that the Yankees, Efros, and, and I mean probably Cashman is going to be around for a little. You know, he's, yeah, he's not going. They're to not going to make any changes. <laughs> So we know that Cashman has this innate ability to get his bullpen arms. Like that's that's what we say is his top ability. Yeah. And I think that if the Yankees then too are looking for a bullpen arm, say next year, or they need to get a guy in there, they have the resources to sort of do that when they are in contention. So selling off pen guys now, Smart I'm not against at no, all. No, no. So you could trade. You could trade Nick Ramirez and get some value for him. Um, Tommy signed a two-year contract, right? Yeah, his so, 11, 11 something. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind holding on to to Tommy. I wouldn't but mind, someone, but I would also again, be okay with trading. If someone wants him, yeah, I mean, because you can seriously build the the back end of your pen around Ron, um, Lewisaga, and like you could and King. Yeah, so Ron King and Laza. If that's your core pen, there's no reason why you can't move Clay. Wandy, Jimmy Cordero could go to someone. Ian Hamilton, Nick Ramirez, like you said, Tommy, uh, Randy Vasquez, Rob. Like they actually do have some pitching that can should warrant you some sort of return. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. I mean, it, it sucks because Laza's hurt all the time. So I, I don't know if you can really depend on him. But like you said, Rob, they tend to put together a decent bullpen. So. Yeah, so I, I think that there is a uh, there's a good chance we could be seeing a serious shakeup, mm-hmm. or and, and I think you said it correctly. I think they'd be stupid to if buy. they're like if they're like, nah, we're good. Like yeah. then I then I'm like, okay, you guys are are like really dumb, sniffing paint or something. I don't know, <laughs> drinking bleach <dude. laughs> in the front um, office. I mean. But then it would be real, like they would have to them selling off everyone we just named is them admitting defeat for this season. Um, which yeah, for is this tough season for them to do. When was the last time we've seen them do that? Twenty sixteen. But and yeah. you know what? But they've done it before, so like that's just that's just the reality. I I, I don't know. They have what they should the, happen. The numbers speak. To twenty, the numbers speak in twenty twenty three to this offense that they are just not good, and I don't think. And you said it, a Cody Bellinger or a does nothing for Dylan me. Carlson. That's yeah, been rumored. Does absolutely All, nothing does, for it me. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. Like, and I, I think whatever people Cashman has behind the scenes, like, I don't think they're. Really you, saying that you, when they look at the, t- I, but, I would hope they're not. But you but. know what's scary, Rob, is that they very well could be sitting here going, "Okay, we expect Rizzo to turn around. We know DJ is going to be better, and John Carlos about to, you know, catch a really hot, stri- good hot streak, and then Judge is back in two weeks." Oof. There's a real chance that they're sitting there and going, "Yeah, if we can smush Cody Bellinger between Rizzo, Glaber, DJ, Judge, and Stan, like on paper, our lineup is better than X, Y, and Z." So I could stop it. Get some help. Can you not see them actually thinking like that, though? No, I could see them thinking like that. Which is just a nightmare. Oh, my God. As Michael said. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. That might happen. That might happen. I hope not. Um, All right. What else do we have to talk about? Okay. So speaking of buying at the deadline, I just wanted to talk about this, like, for, like, a minute. Because it's so stupid. (laughs) Um. Buster only came out with a story last week. He's got to be. He's just gone downhill. He's not an insider anymore. All like, the judge stuff he had was terrible. He had the Yankees in on Trevor Story. Carlos Correa. Correa. Shut up. The Yankees are not in on Shohei Otani. They. I, I just. I can't believe that. Yeah. I, I. What has? Sure, because they have a higher payroll. 
but the behavior in which the Yankees now spend, I, they already have three 300 million guys in Stanton, Cole, and Judge. And unless they get rid of Stanton at the deadline, he's going to be on the team. Then you got a guy that's 160 million in Rodon. Like the Yankees are not in on Otani. When that story mm-hmm. came out, it's like, all right. If you wanted to get clicks on your site, just say it. The just... only thing is, is if there's one guy that Hal like dilutes some shares for, it's like Otani. But it there's would be. also like a two percent chance. I mean, that guy's gonna make close to 500, 60, 70 million, million a year. Yeah, as he should. But that's the one guy that you do like go bananas for. It is, but and that it's, story it's was just ridiculous. That he wanted to be a Yankee, but there's yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with you. Only he's a jackass. <laughs> Which is not what Rob was saying. <laughs> no, he is a jackass. I don't, it's just like, what do you know? Why? No, it just makes me it's mad like, when they put on here and just talk Yankees. Somehow. It just makes me mad when they go on like the national shows and they're just like, well, the Yankees could be in on Otani. Yeah. Who said that? Yankees have been on, in on everyone. Just like, uh, you know, friend on Twitter, Rob. Like he's like, well, the Yankees are in on X, Y, and Z. Well, yeah, Yankees are in on everyone all the time. <laughs> It doesn't work out 90% of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 99% of the time, it doesn't work out. But they're in on them. They're in on them. It's so Thank God we're in on them. (laughs) Cash Um, sends a quick text. Hey, let them know we're in. (laughs) Jesus. Um, All right. Then uh, other stuff. Uh, Aaron Boone, after the games, was asked about the Otani uh, walk drama. What was that? Monday night? I think, yeah, because I was coming back from – I was in the Uber – or our driver was driving us back from the airport, so I watched the game, and that was just – I saw the walk-off, and I was just like, oh, well, you know, I didn't feel as bad, Tyler. I didn't, didn't feel see as that ba- one coming. This week I didn't feel as bad uh, from what I saw on the weekend, I will say. I mean, game That's one fair. against Colorado is really bad, but the the week the week of against Colorado the Colorado was, like, heartbreaking. The Angels just kicked our butt Yeah, exactly. in every which direction. Um, but Boone came out and said um, – we're not very good right now, but there is a silver lining that uh, it's in front of us, and we can control that and understand that. So Boone is saying that as the manager, clearly, because he wants to keep morale up and, and do all yeah. that, which I understand. Um, but, I mean, I will say, so, like, the answer or the the answer to one of the questions that really just, like, I was like, whoa, wh- what are we doing? Was the Franchi Cordero uh, what thing yesterday. What was the Franchi Cordero? Franchi Cordero on that play, I think you made a tweet of it, which was funny. It made me chuckle. It was like, the lights are on, but nobody's home. When Franchi goes to third base. Not even and, the dog, Rob. No one's home. And uh, and Boone basically said. I didn't see his comments on the, on let me the, get the Franchi. Let me, get, let me get the exact quote. I hope that Boone. got some likes. I'm glad it made you laugh. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? But essentially, uh, what he said um, was that. What Franchi was doing going to third base was a tough read. What? He, I, I, I yeah, shit you not. See, like that's that's annoying, and I don't get annoyed at his comments very much. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know if a little league coach watches that or a youth baseball coach watches that. It's I mean, that's read. pretty. You you, 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 stop on a ball directly to the freaking yeah. shortstop, and you don't go to third base Ball's like hit that in front of you. So that's where I sometimes feel like. Boone will say literally anything yeah. that just defends the guys. And I don't think that's a bad point to publicly not demolish the guy, not absolutely bury him. All in front you have of the media. to do is go, yeah, you can't that can't happen. He goes, you know, you can't make that. I, I I had to I had a conversation with him that that's the wrong read. You can't be doing like that's where it that's where it sometimes feels like why are we they blo- could why do are we blowing Frenchie Cordero. They can like do if it's judge, then sure, I get it. Tough yeah. read for big fella. They can do anything on the field and he will be like, Well, you know, they he did a good job there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're gonna just have to adjust it. That's where I'm saying, Can we not? Can we not? But I mean it's, I don't even want to go over fair. the pinch hitting Otani stuff. I mean, he talked to the uh he does does his weekly spot with the talking Yanks guys and they went at him, which I actually I sent you that clip that was pretty yeah, Jimmy's a savage. Yeah. Because that's that's what they think like though. Mm-hmm. That is what they do. It goes back to oh, we're gonna get our guys back at the at at uh, late August or September or whatever. It's going to be like a late trade. We got trade deadline acquisition. We got guys coming back. And John Boy immediately goes back at him and says, yeah, uh, Aaron Judge is the one. 
But I, I wish he said, well, is Loisaga or freaking uh, Nestor becoming Otani and being a dual threat yeah. because your lineup still sucks? Well, that's basically what he said. And then he's like, and then it, and then Boone goes, well, Nestor, Loisaga, you don't think those guys are difference makers? And he goes, well, the pitching's been fine. Your offense is ranked 27th in baseball, so that's well, not the problem. And even, too, those two guys that he's talking about, I mean, Nestor was not that good. Uh, we wanted Luizaga to get back on track. I mean, I, I got to. I can't the remember deal the exact. With I mean, he wasn't he? He's supposed to be back in August. Was was what we talked about two months ago? He was supposed yeah, to be but back that was, in August. Exactly. I'm saying I haven't heard a th- like. You got to be at a throwing program if you're going to be back in ten days. He, I, I'm sure he's probably done something, but I just. Um, because at this it's point, just, don't even pitch uh, Four days ago, Loisaga was set to hit live hitters soon. So oh, okay. probably going to be back on so track for August. Early next week, he'll start throwing bullpens or something. But, but Tyler, I mean, <sighs> I know you're a Boone guy. I'm not a Boone guy. But that just, I'm saying... I don't think I don't think at certain points when the, when they're facing the adversity like this. I know he wants to keep the locker room together. I get it. I don't like he, love all of Boone. I just don't. I really don't hate him like a lot of people. Do. Yeah. No. And and you know what? That's understandable. But yeah. I think just some of these answers, I'm saying like triggering. They're triggering. <laughs> you're. Do you, I want to be like. Do you actually believe that, or do they give you a script? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he is playing PR. Like he that, is. That we he do is. Know. He is, but I, I mean, even just what he said with with the with the talking Yanks guys, I'm I'm going, I'm going. Wow, I go that that that's that's Jimmy what happens when you talk to wiggle, that's what you talk to and real fans, and they give it back to you. So, yeah. shout out talking Jake, friend of the pod, and John Boy. Um, they don't let him wiggle out of there. Did yeah, you, see, did you, you see shouldn't. when they did you see when they asked him what the first half grade was on the season? No, what did he say? He was like, <laughs> they. Jimmy goes, so what would you grade the first half? And Boone goes, he goes, or Jimmy goes, what would you grade the first half? And Boone goes, incomplete. And Jimmy's like, eh, all right. He goes, no, actually, technically the first half is over. He's like, so what would you give the first half? You're not in a playoff spot. He goes, and Boone's just like, not good enough. Not good <laughs> like, enough. All right, funny. you can't just say it's a failure. Funny, funny, funny. Uh, no, that's not in their vocabulary anymore. Nope, we, nope, we don't nope. fail. I, I mean, maybe I, 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 sell I, tweet, I tweeted one today. I may just have, and I watched that George Steinbrenner, and I get it, like, that he that philosophy, it, pick and choose, and that's what we kind of do. But I'm like, man, sometimes with that, it, they could use a little dose of that here and there. A dose of lunatic. In a dose of lunatic, just to fire them up a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, like... Oh man, and and dude, we don't I need mean, we don't need we don't need the franchise to go full George Steinbrenner. No. I I don't agree with that. But a little like well, that, a little unfortunately, spark. Rob, that was Dylan Lawson being fired. That was it. That, that was, was the, yeah. Here, that was here's it. Your bait. Here's your your something to satisfy you for a day. Yeah. Oh, and, and, but that that's. And, well, and that just shows you suck, that was the but. that was the first firing midseason in the Brian Cashman regime, and like mm-hmm. that 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 shows you that was how the, the statement vo- quote how the philosophy has changed with the Yankees. And now, as I'll always say, that they don't need to be full George, full psycho, but a little accountability or, uh, with the Yankees or, or accountability urgency accountability with this organization just seems to be lacking and for I, five years for five and just on some some <laughs> half points. a decade and, now and we'll I think <laughs> I think a, a majority of Yankee fans will agree with that I think there's some that that disagree but I think a majority of Yankee fans will will say that yeah sometimes man when they when they say this stuff and they and the way that they operate you're saying like really so mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? There's oh, let's talk about Rizzo real quick. Do you have the? I, I gotta look up the numbers, but I should last... I should uh, stretch. I'll stretch the game logs. His his uh, his season numbers still are like league average, but mm-hmm. I mean we can confidently say he's been below league average for yeah, the I, middle of May. I'll get I, his. I'll get up his game logs. I I th- I think. What's happened to Anthony Rizzo is like the one of the most surprising things of this season. It's been two months since he's had a home run back in against, I think it was against the Reds uh, mm-hmm. at Great American Ballpark where his last home run, and he hasn't 
done that and he he started the season so well and he was slugging and and when he put on the pinstripes he was he became a a like a power a more of a power threat than he was with Chicago but now he's not even really doing what he did in Chicago and it just um I, I don't know it's just when so odd to me May? I, th- I want to say like the 19th or like around there because I want to find exactly his last homer and then go from there let me see. Yeah, the nineteenth. I'm at. Okay. Um, oh wow, I hit that right on the head. Oh, twenty. Yeah, that I was know, actually. Man, that's pretty freaking impressive. Man, man, I got just an absolute. <laughs> I'm a wonderkin when it comes to the comes 17th. to the Yankee schedule. That is crazy. Oh god, impressive, Rob. I must say. I must have saw it on a. That must have been his last home run. I think I may have yeah. seen it on like he a homered on the. Uh, his last homer was the twentieth. So I'll do May twentieth. Oh, don't freeze on me now. What are you on, fan graphs? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Let me see if it'll load for me. But, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, right, like, go. what he's been doing. It, it just, it makes no sense very, of I mean, how bad he's been. Very bad. Yeah. May 20, so we'll do the 21st. To what's today? Uh, so we'll do the 18th. Loading, loading, loading. What is it? To oh, 18th. Let's see. Um, all right. So he's had zero home runs, 12 runs, 11 RBIs, 16 walks. He's hitting 185 with a 281 on base percentage, and he's slugging only 223 with a 504 OPS. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty bad. That's really, really, really bad. I just, I don't know, man. What do, what do you think went on with him? I mean, he, it has to be, like, he's hurt, right, Rob? I mean, he, he coincidentally gets in that, that little scuffle where he, you know, bangs his neck into Tatis, and it, it lines up perfectly with how bad he's been since then. I mean, Baboon has continuously come on and told the media and told the Talking Yanks guys that, like, Rizzo is healthy. Like, no doubt in my mind, Rizzo is healthy. Then it, but I, how then do you it explain can't... a 185, 281, 223 slugging? 223. He has a 47 WRC+. Plus. This is like This is like what Glaber was in the month of August last year when I wanted to, like, throw him off a boat. <laughs> And he's been this since May 20th, and it's yeah. July 20th. So that's two months of, like, one of the worst producing first basemen in baseball, worst hitters in baseball. Yeah, and he, he was looking like he could be an all-star starter from before that yeah. in May. He, he hit 11 home runs in his first five weeks of the season. And he looked really, really good, and now it's just the complete opposite. Um and like, is that? Striking out twenty five. I don't think that time. we didn't talk about him in the cell equation. I don't think it would happen because of because of his they relationship with the, Judge, and, and, and he they, just signed the contract, and and the, and there's where else are you going to get a first baseman? And you're kind of thinking, all right, well, he's going to turn around what, at some point. What you, yeah, what are you getting for him for a dude that's that's slugging two twenty three in the last two months? Uh, so I, I don't th- I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gone. So yeah, I, don't, um, I don't think he is either. It's one of the most peculiar things of the season that I I would say may be just the weirdest thing for the Yankees this year. One of the weirdest. Yeah, and DJ. I mean, if DJ was hitting, then you'd say like, but you could play him at first base. If one of the three were hitting, you'd be like, okay. Is the fact that none of them are hitting, and when I'm saying them, I'm referring to Rizzo, DJ, and Stan. Mm -hmm. But. Like, DJ's numbers don't necessarily shock me, you know? 7.11 OPS 2021, 7.34 OPS 2022, 6.57 OPS in 2023. What shocks me is him hitting 2.30 in a league with no shifts now. Um, That's what shocks me. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's striking out at a, what is his K percentage? Like, for example, Rob, DJ had 71 strikeouts last year. He's got 74 already. Sheesh. So, in 125 games last year, he struck out 71 times. And in 82 games this year, he struck out 74 times. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, he's on pace to nearly double his, uh, 
his strikeout, like how many strikeouts he has in here. Really bad. I don't know, man. That really? that to me seems like an issue. <laughs> it does seem like an issue. Um, Three unsolvable issues on this team, at a minimum. <laughs> that's why. That's why they're not good enough, man. Um, that's very I, I screwed. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this one that happened yesterday in the game, uh, and then I'll, I'll I'll say my piece, and then you could tap in. I don't know how you feel about it. I talk to you about it but uh carlos rodon goes ahead and blows a kiss to the yankee fans sitting behind the yankees dugout in anaheim after giving up four runs and walking back into the dugout at first didn't know if he was doing it to i don't know a family member or someone he knew but the answers that he gave in post game make it sound like he was sort of being well they came little... out and said it was fans that were heckling him right yeah yeah, yeah. so that's that's what he was doing um, and what I would say to that, this is only his third start as a New York Yankee. Um, get thicker skin than that, man. <laughs> the Tyler, you are a Jets fan and a Knicks yeah. fan and a Yankees fan. Yeah. I am a Yankees fan, a Giants fan, and a Knicks fan as well. The New York fan, when it comes to players on their own team trying to bark back at the fans and give them a little could be sarcasm or you're not going to try and be fret you are always going to lose that battle every if he, time if he implodes at home everyone's going to be blowing him kisses from the stands it, it is going I, for his own sake i hope he pitches well because this is going to be his fourth start as a yankee and it will be a uphill battle from them just look mm -hmm. at in the recent years with javier baez with the mets yeah. look at julius Randle with the knicks doing the thumbs down stuff if you go back at the New York fans, that does not work out well any time. No. And, and when, I mean, the Yankees last year in the playoffs, their MVP, Aaron Judge, getting booed by the fans, and he did, he doesn't say anything, and he, he keeps his head down and, and doesn't. you got to do, imagine and, Judge said something to him. I Maybe. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Even so, Stanton, like, maybe, like, look at what they did because it's just – I. I I'm like, dude, it's going to get a lot harder for you before it gets easier if yeah. you're doing that with the fans. And yeah, and I hope if the fans give him some slack if he if he pitches bad at home because I'm not trying to deal with like the it, media saying it, New York fans ruin everyone and stuff, yeah, which we it, probably do to an extent. But, but it's just saying like you signed if he, here, it's what you signed up for. If he pitched well, unfortunately if he pitched well and he and he blew the kiss, he probably wouldn't be blowing the kiss in the first place. No, it was honest. like a it was like the the best thing he could do that wasn't flipping them off. Yes, that's, like, that's exactly what, he what it is. And he said in the post game, like it was the best thing I could have done. No, the best thing he could have no, no, really he, done was he, just he, keep he your did head down. say I should, the best thing I could have done was nothing. But before he said either that or or put keep your head down or say nothing. Oh, I'm like, okay. why is that even why is that one even in the equation? I don't know, man. That No, nah, I mean I agree. He it was dumb. But in terms of like am I worried about Rodon? I am not personally. I do think he'll still be very, very good. Yeah, I mean it's it's his first three starts, so I'm not gonna go mm -hmm. crazy about it. I'm just saying, man, you put yourself like you're just coming back. Yankee fans really wouldn't have said anything other than, hey, it's just only his third start. He's got to get back in, in, in gear. But now it's like, well, dude, I don't know, talking to us like that. I Also, would he have done that in the Bronx? Do you think he would have done that in the Bronx? No. Yeah. There was I, probably no like shot. a group of like six dudes our age sitting behind the <laughs> dugout that were absolutely hammered. And they were probably <laughs> chirping him the entire game, especially yeah. since he it, it started from the beginning. So I'm sure every time he got off the mound, he was getting yelled at, and that's what they got. I mean, it's dumb. Like that—that's all I have from it. It was—it was a dumb move. Um, hopefully, it can be something because he has a awesome six-year tenure with the Yankees and shoves <laughs> and finishes top five in the Cy Young voting every single year. It's something we laugh about in five years, but yeah, right the, now it's just like wrong place, wrong time. Don't be an idiot. The New York you Post cover. The New York Post cover was really kind of funny. What? It, what it's is like, it like? Kick ass or something? It, it's kiss ass. Oh, kiss ass. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that was pretty funny. So hey, look, you got some. You know, you got some attention out of it. Yeah, not, I am not, happy. Not good he was attention. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have 
yeah, he did. shouldn't he, have said that. He did say it, but I, I, I'll i be honest. I'm saying, why are you doing that? Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm sure Boone said something to him. I was like, dude, you know. I, I think he said, I think Boone was, was saying that. Boone said, like, I wish he didn't do it. Yeah, I wish he didn't do it. Yeah. Um, all right, so. That is it for kind of the conversations around everything. You've probably had enough negativity from us, uh, probably your own kind of negativity talking about the team. Yeah. Um, but the Yankees play uh, three against Kansas City this weekend. Uh, first game tomorrow night, uh, Clark Schmidt on the mound, and then Garrett Cole on Saturday. Uh, Sunday against uh, – we got Severino versus Lyles, and then they have an off day, and then they play the Subway Series, and then another off day uh, next Thursday. So, um, and then I will be, me and my buddy are actually, we're heading to, uh, Baltimore. So I'll get to go back to Camden Yards. Second time being there. Uh, we're going to both those games right now. It's lined up for Clark and Cole. I get to watch Cole twice. That's pretty cool. Um, so they got these next five games, Tyler, are their quote unquote easiest because after the Mets, they play Baltimore for three, Tampa Bay for three. And then they have four against the Houston Astros. Yeah, so, Rob, they're screwed. <laughs> Basically. Uh, it just, it, I could care less who they play right now. If you don't yeah. start winning a bazillion series in a row, you get an 80-win team, and you're eight games out of the wild card. Mm-hmm. I, I they, start, they started the they started uh, the second half of the All-Star break at 49 and 43, and now they are 50 and, and 47. Yeah. Um, they've only um, won one game, and that 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 that's not good at and a, all. A minimum of three teams are making the playoffs out of our division. Are you a top three team in our? Are we a top three team in our division right now? Not even close. No. Not even close. So. No. I don't know what. And that. and we're 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 more so in my and I mean the Red Sox are ahead of the Yankees right and now. Then you, like you have to catch the Astros. <laughs> There's no way you're catching the Astros or no. the Rangers. Like no no. That, and you're, no you're you, I'm watching them play the Angels yesterday, as we all did. And I'm I'm saying to myself, this is this is who this is who they are in the breadth of competition with. That 100%. is who they are. And like and, is, and oh, they got ragdolled the, by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're looking at. Um, hopefully, for Yankee fans' sake, for the podcast' sake, the conversations become a little bit more. Uh, enthusiastic and more upbeat because of the Yankees maybe start winning, but the way that they're playing right now don't look good. Not don't great. Good. It's not it's what you a, want, Rob. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. Um, but thank yeah. you guys once again uh, for joining us for another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. Uh, we'll be sure as the trade deadline approaches to to add more podcasts out here and, and, and be talking about the conversation around what they may do, and we'll try and stay as up to date with what they are doing and, and, and release content and release episodes as soon as they make some trades and we'll see what happens, man. But, um, as always, thank you for listening. Leave us a rate and review on Apple and Spotify, uh, Amazon everywhere. Um, be sure to sub, um, subscribe on YouTube as well as follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Really appreciate you guys listening to episode number 154. We will catch you at 155. Peace.